1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins hey everybody welcome 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 to coach unplug I'm so happy you decided to join us uh, before we get started today I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors first of all dr dish the number one shoe machine in the market I've said this multiple times we own three of them I want a fourth and a fifth my is listening to me but um they're so great um they work so well they're so easy to set up I think my record is 37 seconds or 32 seconds to set it up um, but mention coach unplug they'll give you 450 dollars off mention coach Collins they'll take the good care of you and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches everything you need from a from a nationally ranked um you know we won three state titles um i think the we were just talking recently um you know we've won over 460 games in our program and lost 130 over the last 20 years and i think we know the secret sauce to be successful the roadmap what it takes on and off the court. So go over and check it out um, and enjoy the podcast. Bye. No right.
1: one, no one has a rule book or a playbook of how do you lead someone through this situation? Right. specifically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no <laughs> one was writing this down in 1970 you know, when it yeah. happened. And, and the thing is that the comparisons, again, stats teacher here, the comparisons, mm-hmm. you can look at the numbers, but it was a totally different world. Mm-hmm. Travel was not the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Social media was not the, the, the you know, you couldn't go on CNN and watch Como. I mean, it was all that stuff was not happening 100 years ago.
1: So, so. it comes back to your question with what can coaches do now is like right. when there's so much uncertainty, what we can do is create structure that creates some level of certainty. And that is the number one thing I'm encouraging coaches that I'm working with to do is like you must create structure for yourself. And for those you lead and we're kind of late in the game to be having this conversation, really, because the structure should have already been created by this point. Right. But if it has not or if it's not working, it's still an opportunity for us to to dig back in and and say, like, okay, how can I shift this? Whether it's.
0: And the thing is, a lot of like so basketball coaches, a lot of basketball coaches haven't been able to have like I can't actually do structural things with my guys because it's against the rules at this point okay um so a lot of the coaches that are probably listening unless they're youth coaches and then they're even thinking summer um you know what they can structure I think is limited in the sense that there's only one person like mm. so you know what I mean like, can you
1: elaborate on that I, w- I want to know more so when you say you can't work with your guys right now like I like the the as rules. a
0: high school coach we're yep. not in season right now and it's yep. not summer we're still in school so I literally can't have I can't I can't I can do general things, um, but I couldn't send them a workout and say, "Do this workout." That would. I'm need-
1: not, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm right. not talking about structure of a workout. I'm talking about structure of the way we think. I'm right. talking about structure about how do you show up for them consistently. It doesn't right. have to be. You can create certainty without it being. Here's the workout I'm supposed to do today.
0: Right, right, right. Like and that's what they're asking for. And I go, yeah. I can't give that to you guys, mm-hmm. but I can do this. I can check in with you. I can see how things are going. I can. You yeah.
1: could encourage, you could give them questions that help them be able to create their structure to create their workout, right? Right. There, that's okay. There's a, there's a challenge I see right now with all of these coaches that I'm working with and athletes too, including, I, I did an interview with a college team the other day. Their coach reached out because they're worried about the money and making the decision about are they going to play another year? Cause that's what's going on at the NCAA. Right. And every kid was struggling with, I don't know how to make sure my kids are, my, or my, my paperwork's turned on on time. I don't know how to do online school. And, <laughs> you know, they're, right. they're, I, I don't know how to get out of bed in the morning because I don't have a reason to. Right. Um, so, so they're all saying, I can't, I can't, I can't work out. I can't do this. I can't do that. Everybody's stuck in this mindset of all the things they can't do instead of looking at all the things that they're completely capable and can do.
0: Right. So what would, you, what would you tell a coach then that they can do? Like what,
1: what can a coach do?
0: Yeah, so let's say, I'm, let's say you're talking to a coach right now and they're, they're, they're struggling with how to connect with their kids or how to motivate them. What would you tell them that they could do?
1: There's a lot of things that they can do. There's a lot of things we are doing. So I, let's use you as an example okay. uh, because you're going to give me the real, the real hurdles that you have against because I, I don't want to say you can do this, Blatant, like blanketly, yeah, 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 yeah. because each sense. one's a little bit different. But yep. so, so right now, what could you do? Okay, so let me ask you this: what would what would you like the outcome? What would you like to provide for your athletes right now? What are they struggling with uh, in your mind?
0: I would like I would like support for them. I would I mean, I, like we were talking about before, the relationship building part is the part I'm missing with the guys. I'm not mm-hmm. missing, I'm not missing the X's and O's. I'm not missing, oh, let's open the gym up and let you run or work on this. I'm missing seeing them every day in my class, I'm missing, mm-hmm. you know, you'll love this. I feed, I, I have food in my room because teenage boys will always follow food. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they always come and visit. Smart. Yeah, So I have a filing cabinet, four drawers, and it's always got food in it. It's like fruit. It's like different levels of it, different things in it. And they'll come see me during the day all the time just to get the food and then we'll talk. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm putting the trail out. So they come see me Um, but I'm missing all that kind of relationship building that, that I'm not, I can do it via social media, but it's different. It's Um, totally
1: different. It's totally different. I I
0: start, I, you'll love this. I started a TikTok like 30 days ago, just just so they could see me being silly and funny. And it wasn't me necessarily directly talking to them, but, um, I do life lessons in my class every day. Uh, so, you know. Like, like today's life lesson was think and thank, you know, like you should always, you know, what the world we're living in, you should be thinking about all the stuff that's going on, but be grateful for the, thank all the people that are doing all the things that you need to have done right now. It so, sounds
1: like you are doing things already. You said you are doing that then already. I
0: am doing that. I, I put that up every day, but it's, I don't feel that connection with them. I'm sure they see it, but it's not, it, it seems more one way than two way.
1: Okay. Um, So, so then what I would say for you specifically privately um, is this, well, I'll give you, first I'll give you a quick tip and then I'll tell you a story. Okay. okay. So my, my jujitsu coach, I compete in jujitsu now um, for the whole school. They started this uh, question of the day activity and she started it with one question. And then she said, here's who's responsible for the question the next day. And they're doing it in a Facebook group, but you could do it in a group text or group me. Yeah. And then the next person says, here's the question of the day. And it's interesting because everybody comments. So I'm learning things about the people that I train with that I never knew. Like we're having conversations we don't normally have on the mat. And the other interesting thing about that to me right now is the types of questions people are asking. Right. So this morning, uh, one of our black belts asked, you know, what's the hardest thing that – what is the hardest lesson you learned from jujitsu? jitsu What was the easiest lesson you learned from jujitsu?" jitsu So it made me think – And then I, and then I share with it and then I'm reading everybody else's perspective. So that's a very simple strategic thing that somebody could do and the kids lead it, which is cool. Right. Um, and then I'll share with you guys a story. Okay. So when I first started the mental performance training, originally I sent out CDs every month. I sent out a mailer, I, I, I printed a newsletter and I would ship it out and it was like 40 bucks a month or something like that yeah. and I, and i hated it because i'd put my heart and soul and do these incredible interviews and put everything on the CD and i would ship it out and then i'd get crickets back right and i and i would ship it out and it's like this beautiful work of art that like is so impactful and meaningful and it's like everything and it and crickets back and i did that for a period of time and then every once in a while you know 5 months in a parent writes like can you cancel my membership i need to pay for my phone bill next month or right. what, you know something like that and I just, that would be the only feedback I would get. And it would just, oh, it would just break my heart. I'm like, I don't even know if what I'm doing is working. Right. So that was what, 2012 maybe? 2013 right. when that was happening. So fast forward, okay. Now, uh, just this last summer, I get a Facebook message from a dad who's, who's um, he says, do you remember my daughter? I said, absolutely, I remember writing her name on the packages every single month. He said, I just wanted to let you know that she recently passed away in a car accident. It was her senior year and I just wanted you to know how much of an impact you had on her. I said, can, can I call you? And so I got on the phone with him and it was a, it was a freak accident on the way home from like a graduation party or something. And, um, and he said, did you know that she had your book on her nightstand and that she told me, she told me at dinner that you were doing jujitsu. She was following me on Instagram. Right? She knew what I was doing. However, many years later she was in, she was following me and seeing my messages. I had no idea that, 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 that stuff that I was sending out in the void, just like you're sending those videos out on TikTok or coaches that are sending out messages, because the thing is coaches who don't get feedback, the tendency is I'm not making a difference. Nobody hears it. Nobody right. sees it. Right. That's bullshit. Like, right. like, I know. <laughs> like that's not- well, it's kind
0: of like, it's kind of like this podcast. I swear to God, I we're, by the time this goes up in the next month, it will be like 650. I swear to God, every time I get a, anytime someone reaches out and says, Oh God, I love the podcast. I li-, it's like, you're never sure. I'm just. I'm doing it because I'm learning. I love learning. Obviously, yes. books. I love learning. That's why I'm a teacher. Um, I would go to school full time if I could just be a student. I would do that. It doesn't pay to do that. Um, but it,
1: but you know what? You get to learn when you teach. Like you do. You
0: do. You do. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. and teaching is like the best profession ever. People say, "How do you do that?" And it's like because every day is different. Yeah. Uh, every day is different because every group is different. Every class is different. Um, but that's the thing. Is like. That's what I miss. So it's, part yes. of it's about me probably missing that interaction. So um, then
1: I don't know if you're allowed to like just have a hangout with them where they hop onto Zoom with you. I don't know if that's against the rules or not, but we have tons of teams that are doing those kinds of things right now where they're just getting on, they're just talking. And it's yeah. not it's not basketball related. It's just, hey, let's talk about what, what are you excited about right now? What are you reading? Like, let's just that'd have be a conversation. Good, That'd
0: be a good question for my athletic director. I don't know the answer.
1: Here's the thing. Any athletic director or any person who's running a state like or you know running your association i know, like, I know.
0: i'm just telling you first of dude all, i gotta i gotta i gotta I, got I got a bullseye in the back of my because we've won a, we've won a lot And so I've got a huge if I do anything that's outside of the norm, trust me, it's like
1: So I I would ask the question. I would ask the question then. Okay. If you if you break the rules because you're on a Zoom call because you're interacting with your athletes, right? What is the worst thing that happens? Do you get disqualified for next season? Is next season even gonna happen? Okay. And then if it does, (laughs) good for you because you actually care about the kids and what they're going through now. Right? Like go to war, man. Like that's (laughs) that's ridiculous.
0: It is. It is, it is, it is, it is.
1: I think that any person in the right mind is going to think if it's it's for the health of the athlete and their mental health and their right the connection these are not normal times some
0: some of them are really struggling I'm telling you yeah some they them, are yeah they are they no, really I, are. they
1: they are and they don't they they may not have another outlet in which they can communicate it other than you
0: right right it's, it's it's yeah so so what do you what do you see the biggest struggle is other than motivation for the athletes
1: yeah um well, it's funny when you said that immediately, I was like, well, what's my biggest struggle as an athlete? Because <laughs> like, I, I was trouble. an athlete today. Um,
0: I, and one thing I have done, and so I'm an adult, I'm day 42 on quarantine, whatever. I, I have found structure by, by waking up, mm-hmm. you know, getting my coffee, doing some, I mean, I've tried to get, like, I walk my dogs twice a day. I have tried to get as much structure in my day mm-hmm. to make it as normal as I can. I think that's really hard for young athletes to do that.
1: It's, it's hard for a lot of people, not even yeah. just the young athletes. Yeah. I mean, even the college athletes were struggling with that. Um, so the biggest challenge is the ability to, to connect, right? The, 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 the motivation, which it, it covers all of those things. Right. right. Um, I think, I think as much as I want to talk about the athletes, I think the thing that most coaches here will avoid is talking about themselves. And they will not look at their, so because the what I know is that most people listening to this are the coaches or parents, Right. that if you are taking care of yourself, it's going to be a lot easier to take care of the kids because as coaches, we are the worst at like, like being total martyrs. Like, I got to do it for them. We'll put ourselves under so much stress. I've been in that situation before. It was all about them. and. Right. And I was like a shell of a human being. I would never want those kids to feel, to, to walk in the steps where like if I did Like if I don't value myself and my life and my time and my energy and my motivation and all that stuff, how can I tell them that? Cause they won't hear what you say. Right.
0: Right. No, <laughs> they no
1: they're, they're going to watch how you're living. And you can right. tell, and I got lots of parents right now who are like, well, I'm telling them to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, okay. Have you done X, Y, and Z? Right. <laughs> and so I would say that the number one thing that really could be addressed, especially with your audience, is there's coaches right now that are incredible, world-class coaches that are super struggling mentally because, like, I've spent half my life outside and I don't know what to do with myself. They've lost their identity right now because that's right. where they get their source of of who they are.
0: I think what you said is one of the big things too. From someone that played collegiate basketball played high school basketball obviously as a high school basketball coach a big part of my identity has been around this game mm-hmm. um but you know if, it, if i don't coach tomorrow i'm okay if i'm done it's okay but i think that identity part is really hard for some kids right now like is there going to be a basketball season my identity is that i'm the basketball player my identity is i'm going to try to play in college mm-hmm. and i don't know what's happening that that question is
1: hard. we so that is the number one thing I've been talking to athletes about on my online clinic so I run an online clinic every week okay and because of my story it's really cool for me to like kidify that and then leverage into it which is that you are who you are not because of what you do or what you have right Right. but because of who you be who you are who how you show up right? right and so we talk about like if you're what is it that makes you a great athlete is it you know, you care, you work hard, you're curious, you care about your teammates. And we talk about the attributes and the characteristics. And I said, well, if you take if you take softball or basketball or hockey out of the picture, are those things no longer true about you? Or is that still true about you? And so we're able to separate. I think that's the- a
0: great question. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you with my son, who I don't know if he's going to play basketball in college or not. But he, the school he applied to, is like, well, if I play dad, I play if I don't, I don't. That's not my entire identity. And that's like, yes yes i did a good job that's yes especially as
1: a high school basketball dad coach right, right. like <laughs> really he played good for
0: me you yeah. know but he goes i want to go to this school dad and i go well i don't know if you can play there drew is you oh that's okay i just want to i'd say perfect
1: good for and him and good the for you funny,
0: the funny part you'll love too is he's probably been out in our back court playing as much as he like the last five weeks because he's got a routine down like i'm going to work out i'm going to get stronger i'm going to eat better I'm going to do this stuff. It's like, great. You know, it's the, the life change has been perfect for him. Um, yeah.
1: I think the life change is perfect. Anybody who's willing to look at it as an opportunity to, to leapfrog on the things that are most important to them. That see yes. this as an opportunity to double down. Right. Like, this is this is what it, it's going to sound how it sounds. What an incredible once in a life opportunity we have in our yeah. lifetime. Right. To provide perspective, to put Our values in order. Some people have never slowed down long enough to think about what's really important in their life, and now they're forced to. And most people get there in their 40s or 50s. They call it a midlife crisis. I had it in my early 20s. Thank goodness, right? right? Like where people, and now they're forced to, and now they're like reevaluating. I think it's probably the best thing overall that could happen. Um,
0: I told my wife the first two weeks of this quarantine, I was the most relaxed I've been in 20 years, and she goes, "What do you mean?" I go. Because I can't, I'm done. I can't like, I can't plan for camp. I can't worry about my classes. I can't grade papers. I said, I literally like, it was the most, I mean, it's, it sounds weird, but it's like the whole, this clarity came like, whoa, like yeah. the world just slowed.
1: So what's interesting about that is because I've noticed a similar thing. What's interesting is we have access to that feeling anytime we want it.
0: I know. but we we do but we really sometimes we feel like we
1: don't we feel like we don't and what's interesting to me is I realized probably the second week into quarantine I realized I was like man when the world is in chaos i'm at my best right but when the world is at peace i am in chaos <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i'm, like, I I'm love like, that. like i'm like because because like when the whenever when nobody needs any help i'm like well what do i do you know right. <laughs> like, right. i guess i go i guess i just go do jujitsu like <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> No, everything's good <laughs> you so know tell,
0: so tell us about what about your program and all that kind of stuff that intrigues me that's right I saw you on social media somewhere. We're both all over social media, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which part do you want to know? <laughs> I, whatever
0: Whatever you think is <laughs> pertinent to the people listening to the coaches
1: listening. Yeah. Okay. So to Cause, the it, Cause it's
0: really not going to be, there's not going to be kids listening to this podcast. Right. Now if we put it on YouTube, they might, they might jump on it on YouTube. Yeah.
1: This well, would was, be more of the
0: coaches, the parents, that kind of stuff.
1: So we're working with a basketball organization right now. Um, and, and the cool thing is the things that we teach, it doesn't matter what sport you're in. It's about high performance. It's about how you communicate as leaders. The The program that I'm most excited about right now, as far as leverage goes, because I realized a few years ago that I could only impact so many kids. And the only way to be able to, to have the impact I wanted to was to empower other coaches with the tools that I had been learning, because I was only focusing just on this. So if I could, if I could help others learn that, it would be awesome. So the, the, the program that I'm most excited about right now is what we call fit to lead. And it's basically the idea that as kind of what we were talking about, I know I was there as a the mental performance coach. I was speaking at the Calgary Olympic training Institute, like at the peak of what I would consider my career a few years ago. And I was micing up and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I had huffed and puffed up the stairs. I'm like, I'm not living it. Like I, w- I was preaching it, but I wasn't living it. And so I right. changed my entire life overnight. So with fit to lead the organization that we're working with, how do you actually build a culture? into your program, a, a real culture that isn't just something that we say. It's not just words. It's, it's physical action. It's, it's a lifestyle that you can see that you can witness that you can feel that you can touch. And it starts with how we show up as leaders. Um, so, so the big thing that I'm focusing on right now is helping those coaches that really want to live the message that they want to be the example, um, and, and bring that into every aspect of their life. Cause none of us want to be like, Hey kids, like, don't be like me when you grow up. <laughs> right. So what, you, you know? what? So
0: what does that entail? What does fit to lead entail? So that intrigues me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's it it's, it's evolved a lot over time. So right now, the the way it's currently running is it's an eight week program that helps coaches be able to build their identity in a way that allows them to build a strong team culture so it's a coaching process they we go through certain modules we live and interactive i feel like conversation is the best way to learn anyway um and uh it's not
0: static it's 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 active
1: it's we have both versions right so we have both versions i don't know when people will be listening to this um yeah, it'd be the, in the like, next
0: month, probably. Yeah,
1: in the next month. So it's it's active. We've got a basketball team going through it right now. We have our tough team training, which is basically where we this is this is probably more accessible for most of your listeners, where we actually work with the teams and we take them through a culture building process and we do it with the okay. coach. Okay. So the coach is able to the coach is able to start learning the mental performance skills, put together that that game plan uh, with their athletes. The athletes own it. You know, like a lot of coaches, their biggest thing is like, how do I get the team to buy in? right well when the athletes create it you don't have to get by you don't you don't and and so how do you lead that and how do you implement how do you take the mental stuff and and infuse it into practices so it's not like this extra thing
0: all my special teams was not led i mean i'm i should not be leading i should not be the conductor of the train like Mm -hmm. i should be sitting in the back in the caboose kind of Mm -hmm. just like whoa you know maybe walk up once in a while and say maybe we got to slow down a little bit but yeah the good team all my special teams was self-driven by them.
1: You know what we're doing right now that I'm really excited about? We're doing a virtual softball clinic in two weeks. Okay. Excuse me, not a clinic. A virtual softball tournament. Excuse me. We we do clinics all the time. Right. We're doing a tournament because all the they're like, well, how do we compete? So we took all of the games I normally do and we're putting them into a tournament fashion where the teams actually sign up so the coaches compete with their whole team. Well,
0: and so this fun.
1: is going to be super fun. And and, and this will be the first time we do it. But my intention is is that depending on how it plays out, and depending on how long this quarantine goes and how long kids can't play for is we'll roll it out to all the other sports sports. Yeah. It's going to be a it's, great
0: idea. That's it's a great super idea. cool. We
1: have, we have prizes. So the kids show up for um, like a little, a little training and then they go do an activity. Yeah, this.
0: So we, we were talking about pivoting earlier. So yeah, this is one of those things you put on a whiteboard and you go, oh, this is going to be great. Great. Trust me, there's gonna be like 16 changes to this by the time you probably feel good about it. Like, oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm,
1: you're probably right. I feel pretty good about it. I've been waiting for, I've been thinking about this since the very first day this happened. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did a virtual tournament? Tournament. And then, and then last week I was like, I got it. And so we put it. We've had tons of teams sign up already, and we've only been out for three days. That's cool. People are hungry for it. Like, yeah, it's
0: gonna be more like, oh, this team doesn't show up. Do they have to show up at the same time? Do they have to do?
1: they get they get points when they show up. They okay. get points, and the points equal prizes. So they get prizes for showing up. See, we've had a lot of success with our virtual clinics. So I'll have 150 kids show up at one time okay. on a Monday night or on a Thursday night, and we've got our coaches clinics. So that's working well. And the crazy thing about that is, parents will call, reach out to me after, coaches will reach out to me after. I said I couldn't believe my daughter was glued to the screen for two and a half hours. Like she's like, I didn't think that was going to happen. And I will say, guys, it's over, <laughs> you know, right. like, and then they're like, but this is so fun. I want to stay. Right. So right. I, I'm not. I'm not super worried about that. I think the, the way that it's structured, it's the ones that show up. Do you have a warm limit?
0: Warm. Do you have sixty? Do you have a limit like sixty-four teams? Or do you have five hundred teams? Five hundred teams. Okay. Five hundred
1: teams. Yeah, we're we're over sixty-four teams already. Okay. <laughs> um, but we're breaking it up into different groups and different sessions throughout the day, and um, I've got I've got some different uh, sponsors who are helping give away some cool prizes, and it's gonna it's gonna be like you know how they have actual real life conferences and then they do virtual conferences, right? So there's real life tournaments. It's obviously it's not exactly like a game, but it teaches the same things like a right. game and it gets the kids to work together. The biggest thing I've seen as an impact of just launching it without even doing it yet. Cause we did something similar last summer and it worked great. Um, the biggest impact I've seen is kids are all of a sudden they're like, Oh my gosh, how do I prepare? I'm like, I'm going to go work out. <laughs> so it's already working for right. the goal you know
0: well that's perfect That's
1: yeah perfect.
0: it's fun so do you have any parting words for the coaches anything you could you mm. could you any bits of advice maybe i'll put it that way
1: oh i'm not big on advice <laughs> i'm big on questions okay. i like to ask questions okay, um, okay. Do you well, have any would, questions for the coaches. I, I will say this i would say this okay i'll, I'll give th- i'll give three pieces of of, of, of wisdom that Wis- i've learned wisdom. from others we'll call it wisdom okay. wisdom not from me but from people that i i deem as, as, the most, the people who had the biggest impact on my life. Okay. So one, the first, you had asked the quote of the question before I showed up here, what is a quote that I would leave with? Yeah. And one of the quotes that I used to write off, I was like, this is a, this is not a valuable quote that all of a sudden I understand is this one be successful and be around other people who are successful. It's simple. And when I heard first heard it, I'm like, that's redundant. It sounds lame. (laughs) I, <laughs> right. My co- my coach now, who's one of my business partners now, I've been working with him for 12 years. That was his quote. And uh, my version of that is called play up, you know, challenge yourself right. by surrounding yourself with other people. So be successful. So then I'm like, okay, well, what does the su- success mean? What does it really mean? What, what, how would you define success? So first of all, you have to define what does success look like? Really understand it. What does it really mean? So for me, success means constantly striving towards an ideal or, or a worthy ideal constantly striving towards a worthy ideal. So I have to understand that first. So that way we instantly shift our mindset to what success looks like. I can be successful where I am now, where right. I am in my journey is not who I am. And every athlete needs to understand that where they are is not who they are. So if they're not having a successful experience in their life right now, that has nothing to do with who they are. Right. Um, so number one is be successful, be around people who are successful, and then define that for you. What does that mean? It sounds lame, you just think about it, meditate on it. I, I, it's
0: great. I mean, I, I'm always theories. Never be the smartest person in the room. Like yeah. I, I never want to be the smartest person. In the room. That's
1: the play up principles all day long. So it is, but it's yeah. true though. It's like, yes.
0: I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I'd never want to. I mean, because I want to be challenged. I want someone to like, yes. Anyway,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm with you speaking yeah. the same language. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: the second thing is to really own the fact that the biggest impact that we can make has nothing to do with the words we say. has everything to do with the lives we live the words are part of that it's an expression of the lives we live but you know
0: it's how it's it's, so I'm going to tell you a story so it's how people make you feel Mm
1: -hmm. so I when
0: I speak at clinics I always talk about relationships as part of my thing and and I talk about like I always have the coaches turn to the next coach and say describe the your favorite coach in your entire life Mm -hmm. describe it and then and then and then I'll have him say, I'll give him like 30 seconds to do that. And then I'll come back and I say, I bet every one of you, none of you talked about X's and O's when you did that. Mm-hmm. You talked about how that coach made you feel.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And they all like shake it. It's like, well, that's, that's, ha- that's, I'm married to a psychologist, but that's what, that's really, what I'm,
1: I'm beginning thinking. to understand you more and more, <laughs> yeah. but it's true though. It's it, true. Mean,
0: it, it is so yeah. true. Um, so true. It's how, and, I mean, I, and I thought and when the first time I did that, when I was at something, it was like, I described the coaching. I didn't think one thing about how he what we ran and how we did I it's about why I'm probably coaching now. It's cause how he made me feel. Yeah. As a person, as a player, all that kind of stuff. So it
1: changed which the way he made you feel changed the way you thought about yourself. It yes. changed the way you spoke. It changed the way you moved. It changed everything in your life.
0: Everything. Everything. Yeah, for yep. sure. And so teachers do the exact same thing. But mm-hmm. yeah. Because a coach is a teacher. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: You're good. You're good. Okay. That's a good conversation. Um the the third thing is I'm being very thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, you're not alone. And I say that to the kids. We know that to the kids. But sometimes I think as coaches, we sometimes forget it because you are in a position of leadership. And you feel like, especially as a coach, some coaches don't have good support by their spouses. Sometimes coaches don't have good support by their athletic directors or their assistant coaches. And so it feels like you're the only one fighting the good fight. And it's so easy to crumble. It's so easy to feel like, man, am I the only one who really cares about the personal, you know, wellness of these athletes? It's it's easy to fall into that trap. I think that probably the person who's listening to your podcast, they are that, Right. right? So they care about that. And so you're not alone. And, and like you said, most people don't reach out and send you an email. Most people don't reach out and ask for help. Right. If you want your kids, if you want your kids to reach out and look for guidance from you, It's imperative that as a coach, we do the same thing. Just like you said, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. So wherever you're at in your journey as a coach, all of us, we have to be reaching up. We have to be asking questions. We have to be showing up and making ourselves seen. That is the only way that we get the tools that we need to be able to pass them along to our kids. So you're not alone uh, wherever you're at. and, And, you know, every single choice that you make matters. And that's including what you choose to do at this time, what you choose to believe about this time, what you choose to believe that you can and cannot do and the impact you can and cannot have on these athletes. So, um, yeah.
0: I think, that's a great, I think that's a great way to, thank you. I, so, Jen, I, I will put all your contact stuff and I'm gonna have you email all your we'll stuff and I'll put it in the content, show notes and all that kind perfect. of stuff. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you.
1: I appreciate you too. Thanks, Coach. Thanks,
0: hey everybody hope you enjoyed that if you want to hear more of these go over and uh, join ttubes.com a 14-day free trial allows us allows us to do this and then subscribe like jump up and down do whatever you got to do um tell us how tell us what you want to hear in the future steve at com. all right have a great day sports social podcast network